Hi friends, I'm Katie Brinkley and you're listening to Rocky Mountain Marketing. With nearly two decades helping business owners, consultants, and coaches with their digital marketing, I know that social media can be an incredible tool to grow your business when you know how to do it the right way. And that's what we're going to do today. I teach you how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship and digital marketing, and hopefully you'll grow your business with a few great tips you wouldn't have known otherwise, and maybe even discover a great local business you love. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Today, I'm sitting down with somebody that I met online. Uh, we met on Instagram, started following him. He started following me. We were like, we should just hop on a Zoom call. And I was really drawn into his energy and the way that he approaches storytelling. Storytelling is such an important part as a business owner. You have to know what it is that your story is that makes you stand out from the crowd, What, how it helps your business strategy, how it helps your personal development, and really how it can help you build an authentic connection with your audience, your ideal customers, your biggest fans. And that all happens through storytelling. And you can utilize that on social media. And, and obviously, my guest was doing a phenomenal job because, again, it led to a Zoom call and now this podcast episode. And I'm speaking today with Alex Street. So Alex has coached TEDx speakers, best-selling authors, and seven-figure business owners to clearly communicate the why rooted in their signature story. He uh, has a master's in theological studies, the husband, and he lives in Toronto. So, I mean, he's Canadian, so he's a super nice guy. So again, Alex, <laughs> thank you again so much for joining me on Rocky Mountain Marketing today. This is such a pleasure. I am so excited for this conversation and for, uh, I mean, just how you're leading the way on this. I mm. am excited anytime that I get to go into a new space and speak mm. about this thing that I'm just so passionate about. So thanks for having well, me. Well, so you... You said you, I mean, in your bio here, I said that you have a degree in theolo theological studies. So, you know, a, a bit of a performer. But with that being said, how has that, your, your background in theological studies helped you yeah. with storytelling? Yeah, this is so good because, I mean, so my first love was the stage. Absolutely. I wanted to like be on the stage. I want to be an actor like my mom and followed that path all the way through and was like in high school, that was the dream. That was the path. It was, it was absolutely clear. And then, um, I took a left turn and went into youth ministry instead. It was like, I'm going to be a youth pastor. And, you know, I guess, I don't know if it's, that's just the regular path or what, but after a while, it was clear to me that it's, it's all, it was all kind of aligning anyways, all these opportunities that I had to speak every week to get up on stage for a room full of, whether it was teenagers and then became room full of adults and, and whatever room I was in to use all of these kind of theatrical and performing techniques that I had learned and, and absorbed from my mom over the years. And now was per using them in these settings to like tell these stories, some of the most ancient stories and oldest stories that have been told, like there's nothing new there. So my effort was like, how do I tell these in a new and captivating way? And that really sparked this like love for storytelling. So that as, as that grew and as that became more of what I did, uh, you know, I was in that role for 
10 years or something, 10, 12 years as a youth pastor. And when I left that, I was like, I'm going to go get my master's and I'll go get it in something that I am kind of interested in, which was theology. And so explored that. And I mean, you want to talk about story again, as we go into this, these are stories that have been told for centuries upon centuries. And there's a reason it's because they're shaping people, they're shaping generations, and there's something to learn from that. And then how do we bring that to other people in a new and exciting way is always the challenge in that for me. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I'm not doing much more of those. I'm not doing many of those stories. Like that's not my like vibe. That's not the place that I'm in really anymore, but um, still it's, it's fascinating to me and all of that. Right. Oh, absolutely. And, and with that, you know, storytelling, people might be listening and like, okay, well, storytelling, but why, why do I need to, uh, to tell my story as a business owner? You know, what, what, what do you mean when you say storytelling? So Talk to, talk to us a little bit why we need to shape our story as, as entrepreneurs. Yeah. I mean, how long do we have? The, uh, <laughs> you know, at its basics, it's people buy from people. And so if you're out here and you're leading a business, you're probably talking about your services first. And people don't buy services, they buy what the service will provide. And specifically, they want to prov- they want to buy that that change from a person. So there's all kinds of levels here, right? All the things that I'm just introducing there are a people want to buy transformation. So if they're buying something, it's because they want to change in some kind of way. So for you as a business, instead of just saying, hey, I provide coaching services or I provide new shoes for you. That's just a product. That's a service. But if you can say these shoes will help you feel more light and free on your feet so you can feel better at the end of your day, that's a transformation. And that's going to lead me towards those shoes instead of other shoes. Or as a coach, you can say, I'm providing that I'm a coach. I'm your story coach, helping you find clarity when you feel confused. And so there's a transformation now that I specifically provide for you. And you're going to buy that instead of buying, oh, story coaching. Great. I could be a storyteller. No, no, you're actually going to find more clarity in this than you've ever felt in your life. And so there's an, there's an attractiveness to that, right? And then I could go into that and they'd be like, who's this guy? And I could open up my own signature story, my own path specifically of how I went from confusion to clarity. And you're going to connect with me in all kinds of ways as I share that, like people might now be connecting to the fact that I like acting, that my mom was an actress, that I grew up on stage, that I was a youth worker, that I have my master's, that I did that schooling, that I tried all these things. There's all these little details that I mentioned in the first few minutes that people might say, oh, you're kidding, you too? Yeah. Or if they're not, they just say, oh, now I know this about Alex, which draws them a little bit closer to me than somebody that they know absolutely nothing about. Absolutely. And then I found that too for, for myself, like it was, oh man, where do I begin? Certain yeah. things that I've, <laughs> that I've shared where, where, you know, I'm, I'll say like, oh yeah, back when I, I played college softball, yep. that has nothing to do with my business now. However, I can't tell you how many times people have reached out to me and said, oh, that's so cool that you played collegiate softball. My, my daughter plays softball, or I also right. played softball. I, it's a way for us to connect with each other. And yep. in a world that's really with 
I want to say without borders now, but I mean, it, you can talk, you're in Toronto, I'm here in Denver mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. we're having a conversation and we've, we've had a couple now, but we've never actually met in real life. And, and I right. mean, like if we can find ways to connect with other people, it makes us, you know, what is that commonality that we have? What is that thing that we both share yep. a common interest on? It well, I love that. So Even just easier. saying that, because now I know that you're, you're a ball player and you probably, maybe you follow baseball as well. Baseball is my favorite sport. I'm a Jays fan. I, if you're in Denver, you're probably a Rockies fan. And so there we go. Now Oof, we could talk about Chris right. Bryant. I could talk about, <laughs> we could open up all these things that I know, we just totally from that could. one statement, right? <laughs> And so then that creates a friendship and a bond. And it's it's actually far less about like, oh, is she going to buy my thing? Is she gonna... And it's at some level, it really just is about humanity. It's really just about mm -hmm. saying like, here's our connection. Here's how we how we bond with each other in a world that, yes, feels more connected than ever, is also more separate than ever and more individualistic than ever. And so actually finding how to how to quickly and and confidently share parts of your story will create better relationships, better bonds, make you more human and make you feel like you're more part of this world than you were before. I mean, we're talking big scale stuff here, Katie. This is <laughs> this is really <laughs> small and goes really big in a hurry when we talk about the importance of storytelling. It's so true. And, you know, <laughs> I just quickly said the softball thing. And, and yeah. but that's where there's we've you know, I'm I'm a geriatric millennial. I'm I'm on the I'm I'm getting up there in age. How do you find what stories to share mm. with your for to grow your business, to grow your audience? I'm not just saying like for you know like I'm not going to be like talking about softball all the time on social yeah. media. But it, how do you find what stories that you should share to really cultivate that community around your around your business? Yeah, this is so good, and this is really like the main thing that that I hear all the time is like, what story should I share? Because I say, you know, you hear tell more stories out there and you think, shoot, like I don't have enough space. And so then you create, you know, a 10 slide carousel on Instagram that is just paragraph <laughs> upon paragraph of the moments that you've lived through in your life. And there you go. I shared my story. Where's the engagement? And yes, right. You might get people saying, ah, I played softball too. And if they got all the way to the end, then they'll say, I connect with that point of your story. I, to really use storytelling in your business, it's not about telling, you know, the stories of your life, but the story that you've lived through. I believe that your story converts. The stories captivate. So tell any stories, any of those moments that you want. But if you want to like, if we're talking about growing your business, getting more clients, creating more connections out there, we're talking about what's the story that you've lived through. What's that main movement, that main transformation that you have experienced? And so we start there. You want to know like what stories to tell? We've got to start with like, what's the big story from this to this? And then we can unpack and say like, all right, which stories do you want to tell for this situation? And it gives a lot more freedom to explore all of that. But at its base for everybody listening, Focus on finding that main transformation. I felt like this for most of my life. Then this happened. And now I feel like this. I went from confusion to clarity. And I can help you do the same. That's the invitation. That's kind of the story that I really focus on with people. And then we unpack and talk about the moments and the stories within. So with sense? that, 
No, that makes perfect <laughs> sense. And uh, I'm, I'm just absorbing all of it because yeah, so good. I'm thinking about the different stories that I try to share. So I, I yeah. do a lot of speaking on stages. I mm-hmm. have the po- this podcast. I speak on other podcasts. And I'm thinking about the different stories that I typically share. And, yeah. and it really is that transformation of this is the problem. This is the actions that I took. And this is the outcome of it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. because there's so many of us that are just trying to figure, especially in the world of entrepreneurship, how to grow our businesses, how to scale mm-hmm. them, how to do all the right things. Because typically as entrepreneurs, we started our business uh, because we're passionate about one aspect of it. But mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of other things that you end up having to do, like bookkeeping and accounting and social media and videos and you know hiring people, project management that yeah. go along with it that not, aren't necessarily why we signed up to be entrepreneurs. And that's a lot of the different ways that I've found like my stories are like, this is one of the things I did. Right. This is what the, I tried to implement, and this is the yeah. outcome. And and it's that connection piece. Well, what can we dive in a little bit? Can we get into your sure. story a little yeah, bit? Yeah, sure. That, okay? that sounds fun. If we, oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like what? Okay, so start with where you are now. Like, what is it that you do now? How would you, you know, what's your title now? What do you yeah, do? So, so I'm a I'm a social media strategist. Right. And yeah, I've had my business okay, for and, six years. And what? Okay, so don't go. Right. You're going back in the story. So stick oh, with them. Okay. So social media strategist and what uh, what impact does that have when somebody works with you, when you work with a, us, whether it's an individual client or it's a room full of people and you're helping them or it's your audience on here, what would like fire you up? Absolutely light you up. If somebody said, because of Katie's guidance, I now feel what? Uh, I feel less overwhelmed. Less overwhelmed. So what's a positive I, uh, I don't know. Uh, free, like easy, light. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Clear. Cl- uh, clarity. Yeah, I have clarity. Okay, great. Love that. I that's, feel like that's clarity. My word. Clarity around social there media. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so clarity, right? So if somebody said, "Thank you, I'm j- I'm more clear now than I've ever been," um, because of you. And then, so I would say, okay, that's probably important for you. So, right, I'm I'm starting with like, what's there expectation but is that how you feel right now as well do you like you and your business at your best right now is it clear is it what's how do you feel no i don't have honestly i don't have clarity in my business uh, Mm. because there's so many other things that i'm still trying to grow Mm -hmm. and learn how to do okay so at your best Right. We, we just have such a tendency to go to the, yeah, but I'm not there yet. Like I'm not done yet. I'm not finished, but at you, so at your very best, like, how do you feel as you are, as you even have the capacity to dream bigger, to think bigger? Like, what does that feel like? It feels amazing. Mm. It feels amazing. I mean, and, and this is uh, one of the things that I've talked about with, with my husband. I was like, yeah, I mean, I can't believe I started my business and I know we're going backwards, but I mean, I started my business Uh, (laughs) uh, because I was laid off. The Creator Economy Expo CEX 2023 is back. It's for content creators and entrepreneurs that are interested in building and growing their content-first businesses without relying on social platforms. Join over 500 bloggers, podcasters, authors. It is the event for learning and networking for content creators. It's this May 1st through 3rd, 2023 in Cleveland, Ohio. 
And there's going to be 10 amazing keynote speakers over 30 in-depth breakout sessions. Some of the speakers that are going to be there are Anne Hanley, Jay Klaus, Wave Wild, Brian Fanzo. It is going to be the event. And as a special offer, you can get $100 off using my coupon code, Katie 100. So head over to cex.events to register today. Katie 100, save that hundred bucks and we'll see you at CEX. I've had my my dream job. I actually worked for the Colorado Rockies television station. I was their marketing manager. And um, when I worked there, I wasn't planning on leaving. I liked what I did. And mm-hmm. our company got acquired by another one. And I was just, I was just a title and I was like, oh. And so I started my business out of like, well, let's just see what happens. And that, you know, who would have ever thought that over six years ago, let's just see what happens would turn into a full-blown agency mm-hmm. with, you know, 16 members. Which now, and you said it feels amazing. What else, mm-hmm. what is that feeling? What is that empowering? Is that like, Oh yeah. yeah. What's, empowering, what is yeah, that? Empowering. yeah you're, you're doing a great job with these, these <laughs> adjectives here. It's very empowering. Yes. <laughs> Would that be the main thing? Again, like you walk into a room and like there's one word on your name tag. It's not proud. your name. It's, it's how you feel no, proud. No, it's proud. Ooh, that's, mm-hmm. boy, like that. Mm. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> so then that's where I would go. Okay, so so proud. So here you are in your business showing up proud as a social media strategist. And then I would say, okay, well, let's unpack that story a little bit then. Like, where did that begin? Where does the word pride, like, like you look back through your story and look at like, proud okay where did pride begin was i proud as a kid like is it is that was was it like the first time that i showed my mom my like artwork and she was like good job honey like was that like what shows up for you when you look back through that word was it something that you felt or something you didn't feel um and in that case what what got in the way what shows up what's a moment what's like an early moment that shows up when you think about that it's okay. We're not going to go like full therapy session here. I know. I know. This, it, but... this is no, no, no. This is really fun. Like this is a totally different podcast episode than what we normally do. And this is really fun for me. Oh, good. Um, okay, great. I love that we're, we're getting into my story here. And mm-hmm. probably, uh, you know, it all goes back to sport for me. You know, yeah, okay. I grew up playing, you know, seriously, my parents kept me so busy. I did everything from like soccer, softball, yeah. horseback riding, basketball, you name it. And I Because you loved it or because they uh, loved it? I loved it. Like okay. I was always busy and I, I, I mean, I, I loved being, I loved the team ac- aspect. I loved being a part of a team. I uh-huh. loved, you know, I loved winning. Um, I yeah. loved all the aspects that go around being mm-hmm. an athlete. And so then you, I love that. Right. So you're like, I, yes, I've always been a part of a team. I've always loved winning. I've always loved competing and like, and, and working hard and getting all of that. Um, and then, something, you know, again, I'm simplifying the process here a little bit, but something gets in the way, something like at some point you didn't feel that didn't feel it didn't, that didn't feel joyful anymore. I'm assuming. So like, what was, what did that look like? What? It it was in college when I played softball in college, uh, after my sophomore year, I stopped because I had a really bad coach Mm. and, um, it, it was just a, it was a unhealthy relationship. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, despite, you know, trying, going, you know, doing the extra practices, going to, you know, doing all the things, mm-hmm. it wasn't getting me noticed by, by my coaches. And it was, I was putting, so how does a lot that of, feel lot when you're putting in all that effort horrible. and nothing's happening? It feels horrible. It was horrible. horrible. What else? Yeah. When you're, um, 
I felt very, uh, I, I was depressed over it. I felt very mm. disregarded and um, I felt unseen. I'm trying my hardest and no one's seeing me. And no matter what, there's no, there's nothing else additionally that I can do to be seen here. And because I've literally exhausted all my efforts of being seen. I'm smiling so big right now because I, I, I see it. <laughs> this is like, I see the story that can be told here. Um, again, on a very simple level, uh, there's, there's your story. And then there's like your client's story that you can tell here, Katie. And that's the magic of this. Um, do you, do you have more that you want to say about the journey or do you want to just kind of hear what it could be? No, or what I, it I can't wait to, like? no, I can't wait to hear. I mean, like, yeah, I, 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 I stopped playing softball. I went all in on radio yeah. and the yeah. rest is history. So yeah, tell me it. <laughs> I mean, and, and honestly, like and this probably isn't going to mess with the story at all, but I mean, by me quitting playing softball, it allowed me to dive into radio, which is yeah. what I ended up graduating. And I landed my dream job out of college. Thus, you know, but my passion for sports and yeah. all things audio and, and, and everything like that. So that and that's, that's, I had um, yeah, that's media yeah. and, and all of it. Right. Like that's, that's what mm-hmm. almost, there's like a qualification there of like, Oh, I understand the marketing world. I understand all of that. Yeah. And that's how you show up there because of that, this experience that you've had. And I think that's mm-hmm. the thing, right? So people will typically lead with like the experience or like the roles that they've played and, and use that as their story. Right. So they're like, I was mm-hmm. this, then I took on this job and then I left that. And now I do this job and that's the story. Mm-hmm. But that's, I would say that's a boring story. That's just, that's just what you did, but it doesn't tell us why. And when I hear your story now, I hear you're showing up now as a social media strategist, um, feeling incredibly proud about what you do and helping your clients feel proud about what they do as well as they are, they get seen in the world because you've always been a hard worker and a team player and love working together with people to accomplish a goal. And then you had an experience where there was a really bad coach that, that almost made it so that you weren't, weren't seen and all of your efforts, all of your hard work wasn't getting you where you knew that it could get you. That's an incredibly frustrating place to be. It's overwhelming. It's you feel disregarded and unseen that made you shift into a role where then you put all of your efforts and talents into broadcasting and marketing and played in that game until you went out on your own to start your own business so that you could help other people be seen for exactly what they have to bring to the world and feel proud of what they have. I went from unseen to proud and I'm here to help you do the same. I might just need to clap that up. I mean, I'm going to put that all over my website now. Yeah. Holy cow. That was amazing, Alex. Take it. Run with it. Does that feel true? Yeah. No, it totally feels true. And I, Mm. so, and you took, you, you, you took us, you took us through the whole, my my whole journey, but Mm -hmm. I, I feel like you allowed people to connect with me and what I offer, you know, my, my clients. Yeah. Or, with with social media and and what we can do for you and I love that you took it through a story and that's so that's so great and uh, man it's I'm good. totally like fangirling right now because it was really <laughs> that was really cool um, it's cool though did, but isn't that magic where you feel like whoa that that was just those were just moments that that just got put into an arc like a journey there and I I truly I I just love it I think it it's clarifying it helps. 
I love being part of the process, but that's all that I'm doing in my mind is putting, as I'm listening to you, I'm putting it through. Okay. What are, who were you? What was that feeling? What was that negative feeling? And now what's, what's the feeling now? And what's a moment that changed you from there to here? And that becomes yeah. actually the easy part is finding the moments. And that's usually where people get hung up. Oh man. So, so with this, mm -hmm. we have to be storytelling on a regular basis for our, for our businesses, especially in the world of video, short form video is here to stay, you know, yeah, no doubt. how, how do you help? Like what tips would you have on showing up and sharing your story through video on like social medias on, on the YouTube shorts, whatever mm -hmm. finding and, and sharing those, those short stories so that you can bring people in to yeah. connect with you in a way that you just did here on this podcast. Yeah. Right. And I think this is it. Once we simplify the process down we see just how simple it is, you can tell a story anytime by just sharing a transformation, a, a clear story is as simple as telling a clear transformation. And so I can get on a 20 second reel and say, you know what? It was really hard for me to create content today because I was so confused on what I should say. And then I realized I already have all the answers because I've been doing this for 20 plus years. And that gives me the clarity that I know to show up today and inspire you to find clarity as well. Good luck. Or like, I'm with you, you know, whatever, however I would end that. And so I'm actually telling a story without really telling a story, but I'm making that transformation abundantly clear. And so that's the baseline. But then anytime that I want to show up and like tell a story, if I want to tell a story of like a client that I've worked with, or I want to tell a story about my, um, my experience last week speaking in front of a crowd for the first time in three years since the pandemic hit, then I don't just say, ah, this was really cool. I got to go and speak and this is what I talked about. I'm going to say, you know, like again, three years ago, I was really confused because I know I'm supposed to speak, but I didn't know how that was going to happen again. Then with enough patience, I mean, over three years, I've been doing this online on any workshops that I could do, but then finally to get back in the room with people, I'm more clear than ever that that's exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I can help you find that clarity as well. So, you know, there's an invitation there. There's a, if you want this kind of clarity, let's talk in the DMs. If you want, if you're feeling confused, I get it. Um, so there's always just this movement based on that single transformation story that then I can take any moment from my life and plug into that and say, see, this was another example of moving from there to here. Absolutely. Is that connecting? So, no, it's totally connecting. And, mm -hmm. and I, I would love it. Um, this has been such a great conversation. I mean, with where, as we're trying to craft more and more of our stories and take our really step into our, our own story, it sometimes can make you feel very vulnerable. Yes. What tips would you have for people to being, being open to being vulnerable? Yeah. Um, hmm. Brene Brown talks about uh, that vulnerability without boundaries is oversharing. And I think that's the key is it's not just saying, talking about your stories of abuse or, um, or failure just for the sake of doing that, thinking that this is what you're supposed to do. Uh, I talk to people all the time who have these horrific stories throughout their life that they think this is the story that they're supposed to share. And quite honestly, we can 
tell your story without ever actually talking about that moment. So don't just go out. I would say if vulnerability is the scary part, whether it's a deep, dark detail or it's merely you saying, I felt confused and you think that nobody should know that you felt confused. There's different levels of vulnerability there. And I would say whatever it is, there's a way to do that that is more palatable so that you can at least start to show up. And that's the key here is just start showing up. So if you're afraid of vulnerability, then it probably isn't the role for you. To be honest, you need to get on camera. You need to be seen. Your voice needs to be heard. So that's going to be step one is getting past that barrier, which is probably a fear that you've got that I'm here to help you get past. But a lot of that fear is lack of clarity in what am I going to say? And I'm going to screw up and then they're going to laugh at me. So getting through that that movement of how vulnerable do I be and how do I show up, even though I'm terrified of being vulnerable, I think it's more simple and clear than you think. And once you start showing up, it will become more clear about what you should say when and how much to share in any given on any given platform. But it really isn't just to go out and spew all the details right now. You don't need to do that. And quite frankly, we're not actually asking for all of that. Um, we need we need a bit of a warming up as well. You know, as an audience, if you just came out and told us all the details, we might be a little bit shocked and, and be turned off by that. And so we want to get used to you first. And then we'll actually start asking the questions that require answers that are really deep and vulnerable anyways. Oh, Alex, this has been a great conversation. So many mm. great tips on embracing your story and how to find that story and how to tell that story. If people want to connect with you and learn more about you and work with you, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Yeah, I would absolutely love it. I love any conversations around this. So it doesn't have to be a big, deep question. Just let me know that you heard the podcast and you loved it. Uh, you can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm on there all the time at Street Says. And seriously, shoot me a DM and just say, hey, I just heard this. And you can ask me a question if you want. Otherwise, you can find my website, alexstreet.ca. That's got all my info about coaching. And I've got my own podcast, the No Boring Stories podcast, which I think you're going to be on soon, Katie. Yeah. And uh, you can find that anywhere that podcasts are. So that's No Boring Stories. Awesome. Well, Alex, thank you again so much for joining me on the show today. I really appreciate you sharing your insights and your stories. My pleasure. Good job going in and like saying yes to digging into your story. That's uh, that's exciting stuff. Thanks for having me, Katie. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rocky Mountain Marketing. Make sure to subscribe so that you can continue navigating the world of entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear from you. Please leave the show a review and connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Katie Brinkley or connect with me on LinkedIn. And if you're ready to start making some sales on social media, be sure to grab my free guide to selling in the DMs without being spammy. You can get that at katiebrinkley.com. Let's keep taking your marketing to all new heights.